draft day, draft crafters. It's the most wonderful time of the year. JP, is this like Christmas for you? It is like Christmas, and I want to say this real quick. Did you see the breaking news already? I, I was joking yesterday about how I went, felt like I went a little too hard on O-line for the Jaguars, and Cam Robinson's yeah. already suspended for like half the season, it feels like. Whoops. But, <laughs> what are we doing today? We're going to crush the first round, and I want to give like a little – I want to put an asterisk on this because I typically <laughs> wait until about – five or six o'clock to finalize my first round already cheating doing it here at 10 a.m so there's gonna already be already cheating i'm not already cheating what i'm saying is there's gonna be a, <laughs> a second first round mock that i plan on doing later today where i sit down analyze every pick instead of crushing through one in like uh-huh. 15 minutes with anxiety well that's your own fault watch. for waiting too long the the reason no i wanted to do this i wanted to crush through one in the 15 minute window because i want to <laughs> laugh because i'm going to overthink it later and you right. watch this one that I'm going to do here is going to be more accurate than the one I do later. And I will send you proof of whatever my final one is okay. with a timestamp. We want to make sure everyone knows this. And again, the one thing I do appreciate about you, JP, is you you are not trying to you know cheat anything. You're like, dude, this is it. Mm-mm. This is where I'm at. I sucked mm-hmm. on this one. But we'll see what happens. All right, so start us off. We're going to go pick for pick here. We're going to rip through them because it is draft day, and we've got stuff to focus on that isn't just us talking no, to all y'all one. out there. Yep. So go for it. Fire away. First overall pick, I'm still sticking with the odds here for now. I'm going Bryce Young. Who you got? Same. With Carolina. Same. Carolina. Sorry, because we, yep. we do have trades in this. I don't know if we right. said that. All right, second yep. pick. Um, I, I'm thinking the Houston Texans listen to our podcast, and they realize that it's way too early for them to grab a quarterback, so they're going to make an equally dumb pick and go with Tyree Wilson. Hey, you know what? We've both got the same dumb pick. We're both on board Ooh. with Tyree Wilson getting taken way too early. So, But I like how both of us didn't do a trade there. So, yeah, okay. Third pick? Third pick, I do have a trade. And Same. this is the first pick I'm super nervous about because I don't I, – I really think that that processing test is going to make him slide. But I do have a fellow alumni, Mike Vrabel, trading up to three. Tennessee Titans are grabbing C.J. Stroud. Oh. Almost had the Raiders do it. Okay. Well, I have the Tennessee Titans trading up to three, but to grab Anthony Richardson instead, which is something that we've had happening quite a mm-hmm. bit uh, in our world of things, and I think that that gives him a year with Tannehill. So, all right, cool. We both think Tennessee's trading, but for different quarterbacks. Okay. Uh, four, I have Mr. Indiana Will Levis himself. I feel like I just keep putting okay. him there. I feel like he's already right. cold, unless the right. Carolina Panthers take him. Well, I decided to go quarterback in Indianapolis as well, but a different quarterback again. I went C.J. Stroud for this one because uh, I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to pass on him if he's there. Although I do agree with you. I, I really feel like I was actually in Kentucky talking to Kentucky fans when I was doing my little the whirlwind bourbon adventure, and I had a guy ask, oh, what about Will Levis? I'm like, I, he feels like a Colt. I still think he feels like a Colt, but with the way this board's going, they don't take him. They take C.J. Stroud. What's Seattle doing? Seattle, you know what? Is I went Seattle back about... Up? Yes, they are picking there, okay. and I went back about like six, seven, fifteen mock drafts ago, <laughs> and dude, I just feel like there's no better spot for Anthony Richardson than Seattle to sit for a okay. year or so. I put Anthony Richardson there. All right, so four quarterbacks in the top five for you. Yep, strange, isn't it? Very strange, and that's because it's not going to happen because Anthony Richards is already gone on my board. So it's going to be Jalen Carter, uh, who is mm. it seems like a great fit for Seattle. He's versatile. The only concern I have is his character took a took a hit in this process, and Seattle seems like they put a little fast and loose with some of that. So it could completely unlock him or it could completely bust him. We'll see what happens, but uh, we'll go Jalen Carter there at five. What's Detroit doing at six? Are they staying there? 
yeah, they're staying there, especially since Will Anderson's there. I, I wanted to find a way to get Will Anderson <laughs> off the board because I feel like Detroit's going to mm-hmm. take Witherspoon. Really do, but yeah, I got Will but Anderson But if Will's there. there. If Will yeah, Anderson's he, there, Detroit's got to take him. Yep. So we agree on that pick as well. So, so far, three picks we've agreed on at the top six, which is pretty impressive for our, our quick That's hitter right. draft here. All right, Vegas. I got them going Devin Witherspoon because he's there and they've done a ton of homework on him. See, and I think all that homework is going to lead them to believe that uh, Christian Gonzalez is a better fit. So I got Gonzo there. All right, all right. Eight. I'm staying local, and I got to stop the Jalen Carter slide. Okay. Staying in-state. Sure. Yeah, I think Atlanta could definitely use him. I went uh, with a different in-state boy and put Nolan Smith there, which I know is way too high for you, but I just I don't know why I get that feeling. That's just the pick I made earlier in this process, and I just feel like it's going to happen. Me too. I felt like that for a long time. Chicago, though, uh, mm-hmm. while I wanted to stay in state again and give him a guy like Skaronsky, <gasps> I just don't know how you pass on a, a, a guy that's that could be your left tackle, like just a pure left tackle, which you want to give him Paris Johnson. Rude. Peter Skaronsky's a left tackle, too. Mm-hmm. You and your body shaming with alligator arms. All right, so Peter Skaronsky is who I took for Chicago. Right there. I'm sorry. I still like the fit too much to, to go somewhere else with it. Philadelphia. Philadelphia, I gave him Bijan, but it, I know they keep saying they want Bijan, <laughs> but they wouldn't take him there. But what's crazy mm-hmm. is I got a weird feeling they're going to try to trade up to get Bijan and get in front of Atlanta. Like, whoa, what if they traded to six? What if Detroit did move back to 10 and I Philly went to six and took Bijan? That'd be crazy. The only reason why I'd be upset about Detroit trading back to 10 is if Will Anderson is sitting there. If Anderson's Absolutely. not there, sure, sure, trade back to 10. Sounds good because between six and 10, it's kind of like, Meh. I'd be fine with just about anybody in that window. Uh, For Philly, though, because he's still on my board, Devin Witherspoon is definitely the choice for them because you can't pass up that talent uh, and that type of edge that he plays with. He can learn from big play slay. Uh, It'd be a great fit for them. All right, 11. This is where I stopped the Skaronsky slide. And, man, Arizona trades back and gets Peter Skaronsky. Okay. What a a move that is. Yeah. That's great. Well, Skaronsky's off my board, and I know Arizona needs help on the offensive line, but I also think they need help on the defensive line. Arizona needs help everywhere which is why they'd made the trade back to begin with. So I go with Lucas Van Ness right there. Okay. And 12, again, he's probably on my board. I mean, right. yeah, again, he's, he's a slightly higher pick than some people might make for him, but I could definitely see him going there. And again, he's a piece you can move around the line. Arizona needs help everywhere. So we give him that. Dude, so here's the thing. We got, we got the Houston Texans. We knew that, like, in my mock, I'm saying they're waiting on quarterback. It just is what it is. They're going to build mm-hmm. the team around and get a quarterback piece later. So they went defense sure. early. So now I think they're going to take the consensus only first-round wide receiver in the NFL's eyes in this draft and grab the ninja, Jackson Smith. Okay. Here. Well, I disagree with you wholeheartedly. quarterbacks got someone to throw to. Because I don't have Houston picking here. Yes, I'm deciding to have some fun with, uh, with again, Houston trading back again with another pick in the first round. Uh, or sorry, for the, for the first time, they didn't trade back the other time. Uh, but to do a little swift flop with Minnesota, who jumps up like 15 picks to get Will Levis so that they can have a quarterback plan for the future when they get rid of Kirk Cousins after this year. So that's probably a little bit bonkers and out there, but I feel like I was going to have some funks. There's always a weird trade that happens that nobody sees coming, and that seems like one that I've heard a few people mention in the past, so I'm going to give uh, give that a shot. And Minnesota jumps up to 12 to grab Will Levis and stop his uh, quarterback slide, if you will. Interesting take. Okay, so now I, I know there's some rumors floating around. Well, actually, today I've already seen like every single team in the league is trying to move <laughs> out of their picks, so sure. that's fun. 
But uh, there's some rumors that the Packers want to move back to grab a tight end. I think they do want sure. a tight end, but I don't think they're going anywhere. So they got mm-hmm. Dalton Kincaid here. Okay. All right. Again, higher than I probably would have had him go, but uh, oh, that's also too, because... Like I said, this was a 15-minute sure. crusher, just go gut feeling <laughs> on everything. And Well, this is where I have the ninja going. We've talked about him going to Green Bay in the past and just seemed like a good fit. So Jackson Smith and Jigba going to Green Bay, which starts their good draft, which annoys both of us. So what about New England? New England's are making an incredible pick. I had to stop one of my favorite players in the entire draft, Sly. I think it took Christian Gonzalez here. Sure. Yeah, if he's sitting there, New England would run to the podium mm-hmm. to dump him off. I don't think he'll it's still be there, crazy. obviously. No, I don't either. That's why I say I, I hate my mock already. I did I did better. I had Christian going better than you. Look at that. I mm-hmm. like Christian Gonzalez more than you do. You don't, but all right. <laughs> all right. For New England, uh, I actually kept it similar to our, our three-round mock where I started a little run on tackles. This time, though, I went with uh, Brojo. Brojo to New England because I feel like he gives them the versatility to play in a lot of different spots on the line, and that's exactly what they want there. You know, I, told, I think I told you yesterday, like, Bro, Brojo feels like a guy New England would grab, but good right. luck trying to get those picks right. So I got Brojo <laughs> going with the next pick. The The Jets got mm-hmm. him here at 15 on my mind. Sure. I think the Jets would also sprint to the podium for a guy like Brojo. Well, they'd also do it for a guy like Paris Johnson Jr., who I've got going there. So, yeah, there's a world where Paris Johnson Jr. is the third tackle off the board. He could also be the first. Like you said, you might be right about where mm-hmm. he goes with Chicago, but he finally gets off the board, which takes us to Washington. Washington, they ju- they right up right in front of the the Steelers, and they might have just stole a guy from the 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 fans' hearts here. But Joey Porter Jr. going to Washington oh. at number pick sixteen. Okay, see, I didn't go that route. I went with Darnell Wright, the other tackle. So three tackles in a row, which happened in our three do. round mock, right. right? And that's what I'm doing for him because he he has. They've said he can play guard if they need him to, uh, and he can also jump in and play tackle. And that's exactly what Washington needs right now. They need another body on that line to protect their their quarterback of the question mark of the future, depending on what they do with Sam Howell, stuff like that. So, Darnell Wright goes there. Pittsburgh, you know what? I'm going to jump in front of you real quick. Joey Porter Jr., that's who I had going to Pitt. Uh, that's which funny. might actually happen because, again, it just seems like the right fit with Dad and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure he'd be happy to see him in Steeler colors. That's funny because I got him flip-flopped. I got Darnell Wright going to Pittsburgh. Ah, which, again, Pittsburgh's not going to be upset about having Darnell Wright. No. They need help. Yeah, so I, that's, I mean, it just he, like I said, last, yesterday's episode, he felt like a stealer. But uh, sure. I'll get back on track here, and I'll go Detroit at 18. Uh, I've told you many times, I had a gut feeling they were going to take this guy, considering how often they've talked to him. Then I went away oh. from it, but now considering the JMO suspension, I think I'm going uh-huh. back to it. It's not the pick I would make, but I got Quentin Johnston here. Okay, yeah, see, I, I couldn't do that. Uh, I understand why you did that, and I wouldn't be upset if he came to Detroit. They they sort out his little bit of, uh, and I really think like Amon some of the other guys can help him with the, the dropsies that he might have. Uh, so not necessarily a terrible pick, but not where I'm going to go. I went, I was so close to taking Bijan here for Detroit, but I just don't think they'd do it with the way that they want to build that team and the focus they put in certain areas. And that's why Kalaji Kansi is still going to be a Detroit Lion. And maybe that's a little bit of wishful thinking on my part, but I think the fit is too good for them. Uh, and really addressing the defensive line is such a huge need for them right now outside of uh, Hutch and uh, Aline McNeil, some of the guys they've got. They've got bodies, but they need higher level guys. You talk about fit, man. My next three picks, the fits are crazy, but these guys might not make it that far. <laughs> Okay. But, all right. So number nineteen, I got the Buccaneers going with Nolan Smith. Man, just a crazy fit. Sure. And I think this is where he should go. Mm-hmm. So 
Well, he's already off my board, so I had to go a different route. But I think you'll be happy about this because I gave him Brian Branch. Ooh, and Brian Branch, he they they like you talked about. You think they have three good corners, sure, but they can definitely use some help in the back seven. And Brian Branch, you can plug him in wherever you want, and you're gonna you're gonna help fulfill a need. All right, number twenty can't. But this is I already know I got something wrong in this draft. I already know <laughs> I got it because the NFL is uh-huh. high on this guy. But tell me how excited. Like some Seattle fans might be feeling some type of way about going quarterback at five, but my goodness, if you can get Lucas Van Ness at twenty, sure, it's a little easier to swallow. So I got Van Ness going to get their address in that front seven, and mm-hmm. that's a great pick if he's there. You're going for, he shouldn't. That's you're going for big, Detroit big body boys. Yeah, yeah, but uh, true. Imagine if Detroit ended up having Will Anderson, Lucas Van Ness, and Hutch. It doesn't make sense, but my goodness. Yeah, admittedly, if Van Ness was sitting there at uh, at eighteen, that would be a a Tough pick for me to make between him and Cansey, but he wasn't, so I didn't have to worry about it. And since yep. he's not there for Seattle, they can't take him either. But they do grab another big body, a guy that we put uh, here last time. I don't know why I feel really good about some of our picks in the first round from the last draft, but Osiris Torrance fills a need. They desperately need another guard on that line, and he just he strikes me as a guy who's going to fit in well in that culture in Seattle and just maul guys for, um, for uh, Kenneth Walker Jr. and really helping out that team. All right, another great fit that I was talking about, man. Could you imagine... Zay Flowers. Oh, you mean in Miami? Justin Herbert having tons of fun. Oh, I thought Miami picked next. Oh, no, we got rid of them. We had to get <laughs> last, that joke in one more time. Last Miami joke. Continue. Yeah, so Zay Flowers to San Diego here. San Diego. Ooh, look at me go. Ooh. The L.A. Chargers. Whoops. Zay Flowers. Mm-hmm. Great fit. Yeah, and Zay would have been the pick had Bijan Robinson not still been on the board. So Bijan goes for me to... Uh, LA because for a season you get to pair him with Eckler and then you can let Eckler run uh, out of town and have Bijan be your feature back going forward. I think it's an awesome pick for them to make. If he's still sitting there, they have to do that. Baltimore. I don't disagree with that. Baltimore, I'm staying local, man, and doing another great. Dude, these are all awesome fits all of a sudden. The next three or <laughs> four or five are all awesome fits. Okay. Got Deontay Banks here, staying local for sure. the Ravens, cornerback. Maryland. Yeah, and again, I'm not as high on him as a lot of other people are, but I do know that there's a really good chance where he goes in the first round, but Baltimore needs help in other spots too, and so they go Zay Flowers instead. Your boy that just went a pick before him, Baltimore's very happy that he's still sitting there, and they can grab him to sort out a lot of the issues they have uh, and their uh, pass catching end of things. What's Jack, What's Houston uh, up to? Houston's for me, Minnesota for you. Ah, Yeah, see. Uh, Minnesota, for me, I've been saying all year, D-line's their biggest need. Kalijah Kansi, done. Sure. Yep. And again, he's he's very much like uh, John Randall 2.0. He'd be a great fit there if he wasn't already in Detroit. Sorry. So uh, because he doesn't, they don't have that position, because they're not even picking there because they took Will Levis earlier with the trade, uh, Houston Texans take Quentin Johnson from Texas Christian to keep him local and give them another big body to throw the ball to because, good Lord, do they need help everywhere. So... Johnson's like a great fit for them. He can stay in Texas. He gets to play in Houston. He'll be a happy camper. Everybody's going to be good with that pick. Jacksonville. Jacksonville, I keep making this pick over and over, and it's an awesome fit, but this is the Brian Branch spot, man. Just end nope, that slide. I hope Detroit takes him. I hope Detroit takes him at 18. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, admittedly, he could, have t- he could have gone at 18 for me as well, but I just felt like the D-line fit was, was too good there. But, again, I would not be upset. if like, We've talked about this. If somehow – especially you who can't stand Alabama players, at least at the next level, mm. we end up with Will Anderson and Brian Branch. I That'd mean, be ridiculous. You'd be a happy boy. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacksonville's, you know, maybe they're not quite as happy as it would have been with Brian Branch, but they get Deontay Banks, who, again, is a corner that's been rising up people's draft boards as fast as he can run. Super quick, athletic, question marks on how he goes about some of his coverage. Uh, but again, that's stuff people think they can smooth out at the next level. So he's uh, going to help them out there in Jacksonville. The Giants, what are you going to do? Your team. Your team. Stop. Taking Osiris Torrance. Is that ever going to stop for you? That's an awesome fit, dude. We I've been yeah. going wide receiver the entire time, and then the sure. light bulb went off today in my little 15-minute first-round <laughs> mock. And Osiris Torrance <laughs> just makes a ton of sense. Wow. Right. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, and again, if he wasn't uh, already gone, you might be the pick there. But I'm going to make your pick that you've made for days and days yeah. and eons. Jordan and Addison. Jordan Addison. Mostly just to mess with you, but also because yeah, I think it's a fit. It's somebody they need. They need pass catchers in uh, New York as well. Again, they need a uh, they need a guard too. But you know the guards off the board. At least the guy that I would take here. So Jordan Addison is really going to give Daniel Jones a nice weapon to throw the ball to, and they need cheap weapons because they just paid Daniel Jones a lot of money. All right, the Cowboys. I've been making this thing? pick a lot lately too. Michael Mayer. Just yep. feels there right. There you go. Just we feels match right. up on that. We match yep. up on that one. All right, let's go to Buffalo then. Here's the. Fir- I like how we don't even have to explain it. We're like, no, Michael nah, Mayer, he's just a cowboy. It fits. Jason Witten, whatever. He's going to catch passes. He's going to block. Everyone's happy. Move on. Yeah, he's not as good as Witten, but hey, it, there's a similar right. vibe. So mm-hmm. here's where I know I went wrong because I know if I must have been click happy. Jack Uh-oh. Campbell feels like a, a Buffalo Bill, but right. I, I had to, I put Jameer Gibbs here because I really do think both running okay. backs go in the first round. If he doesn't sure. go here, where does he go? Could have right. gone to maybe Cincinnati, but Jameer mm-hmm. Gibbs going to go in the first round. I plugged him here. We'll see. Well, and again, I guess I'm still trying to draft intelligently, and so Jameer mm. Gibbs is not going the first mm. round. Um, I'm just messing with you. know. But again, there's a very, very real world where that's the case, and we'll be laughing at how far off I am on stuff. But I did go with Jack Campbell there because I really do think that they need to plug the, the hole that they had when uh, Edmonds left. So he's going to step right in day one and be a starter for them. What's Cincinnati up to? Cincinnati, I stuck with the pick I said on the last episode when our dual mock draft. I wanted to go tight end, but they weren't there, right. so I went Anton Harrison again, and I thought about staying local and doing Dewan Jones. I just couldn't do it. Well, yeah, so Anton Harrison's, Harrison's got more athleticism than Jones. Jones is incredibly athletic, but he's very much a right tackle and just put him there and, and don't do anything else. So uh, because a tight end is still sitting there, Dalton Kincaid finally comes off my board to Cincinnati, and they will be ecstatic if that's how things play out, because he is exactly what they want and need out there at tight end for the the Bengals and give Joe Burrow yet another target for the ball too. This Cincinnati offense is going to be fun with Dalton Kincaid in it next year. Man, to end my draft here, it was just like plugging and playing the edge rushers that I felt like should have gone. So oh, okay. here we go. I got a trio going. Uh, I, got, right. I got the Saints going with Miles Murphy here because I feel like he ends up in the first and I was running out of spots. <laughs> Yeah, I, I came close. I came very close to doing that. Uh, but I decided to go with a different Clemson player and went with Brian Brze, who's a guy that might last till the second round in a lot of people's minds. Uh, but I feel like the fit yep. is better for New Orleans uh, than just edge rusher. I feel like they've got bodies they can have rushing the pass or they need someone to plug up the middle and, and give them a little penetration from the inside. So Brian Brze is the pick there. But uh, spoiler alert, there may be some edge rushers for the last two picks. Go ahead. Same for me. So this guy's felt like an eagle just for you and I. Um, mm-hmm. I had to get him in here because he's. we both love this guy, and I feel like we can't be the only two people. So I, you're dancing, so I think you I'm doing a little happy dance. Felix in Philly. 
Philly Felix. Felix in Philly. Philly Felix. I mean, you can just do a Philly Felix steak. I mean, come on, I can make a sandwich after this man in there. And yeah, yeah. that's my pick as well. Uh, so I've got him you know, going there to Philly too because he's he's going to fit in great. They've got guys that can teach him whatever he still needs to learn. And he can step right in because some of those dudes are getting older and just jump in for Brandon Graham when he eventually uh, moves on. So it's going to be a wonderful rotation piece for Philadelphia. And for them to get, uh, to get Witherspoon and Felix in my case, uh, or even I think what, Bajan and Felix in your case, hey, Oh no! You had him take. Uh, you uh, didn't have him take Bichon. You did have him take Bichon. Yeah. yeah. So either way, Philadelphia fans, uh, they're they're going to be climbing light poles just from the first round of the draft for how, mm-hmm. how we have things playing out for them. So good looking for Philadelphia, Kansas City. How'd you wrap things up? With a so I joked that Will Levis feels like a Colt. Well, Will Will McDonald the fourth feels like hey, a Chief. There you go. So there Look you at go. Us wrapping up the end of the draft the same way, start and end mm-hmm. the same way. Love it. Yeah, and again, Will McDonald, he has that speed coming from the edge. They need help on uh, on the other side. And again, we, we talked about pairing a smaller guy with Will McDonald with a bigger guy, and Carl Loftus really gives him some options out there on the outside. So that is a quick sprint. This is the fastest episode we've ever had, dude. Um, but mm-hmm. one thing we got to end on, because we always talk about this when we do draft craft, is the craft or the draft, or whichever part involves the beer. What are you drinking tonight? Because it is draft night. You know, here's the thing. I'm going to be drinking. I'm going to stay local. Like I said, this whole week's mm-hmm. all about Michigan stuff. Everybody else, I ain't, I'm not doing it this week. It's uh, <laughs> You know, you got to stay loyal. But I, I know on draft day, I'm going to have more than a few. So you got to ah. go something kind of light. But um, you gotta, I'm going to be hanging out with Brad. So I'm heading up north, right. hanging out with old Brad. Brad, who's been on the show before. Um, but with hit Brad's uh, lady friend there, we're mm-hmm. having a bit of a debate. She thinks oh, that the okay. new, the old, this year's Oberon is not good and doesn't have the citrusy orange vibe in it. I think it's the most citrusy <laughs> Oberon I've had since the first one. So we're complete mm-hmm. opposites. But then she told me she has never had an Oberon with a blood orange in it. Well, that's so happening. Yeah, we're obviously going to have to have one without any orange in it and then have mm-hmm. our debate. But then we're going to have to have some Oberon with some blood orange in it. So, there you go. How have you how have you not had this? A blood orange or a Cara orange? Either way, they're both fantastic mm-hmm. in there. I'm gonna be crushing those today. I'm all about it. You may have to try to grab that one that I showed you yesterday. That's still sitting on my desk. Uh, that Keweenaw Red Ridge Blood Orange Ale. Throw that one in on there as well, just to get a little blood orange flight going for you. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that's gonna be fun. Here's what I can tell you: what I'm gonna drink tonight. I don't know yet. I have yet to go grab it. I have so much beer in the fridge, and that's all stuff we're going to drink this weekend and talk about. And let's be honest, we won't get to all of it because we wouldn't be able to be conscious to talk about it. But we'll get to a bunch of it this weekend. Uh, But I don't know yet. I'm going to go out and grab something when I go out to the store. I'm going to see if I can find that shorts one. We'll see what happens. But uh, I also have things I have to do today. You better grab some of that for me. Dude, I have to be somewhat responsible because I got an event tonight, and this is the last year that usually ends up at the end of April that I ought to help out with. This is the last year I'm doing it. I love these guys, but I'm finding someone else to cover it for me next year, or next year, because next year we're going to be in Detroit for the draft. So, everybody, grab your beverages, laugh at what you see our picks are. JP, what's your last thing to say before you go off and make your real mock draft? I really, really want Detroit to get Brian Branch at 18 if he's there. I just, I got it, dude, because think about it, man. Like, the, we got guys with one year deals back there in the back end, and we don't know if Tracy Walker's going to come back and Branch can go either anywhere back there. It just makes so much sense. 
But I, I also that. really want him to get Gonzo. Basically, what I want to say is I have so much anxiety, Dan, I can't answer the question. How about I that? Love it. And this is why we're not doing a live thing tonight, partially because I got my other thing, but also because JP couldn't handle it. But we will be doing our best to be as live as possible tomorrow for both rounds two and three, and then you'll get to see the full JP draft experience. So hunker down in tonight for what is going to be one of the craziest first rounds we've ever seen, and we'll catch you tomorrow with the Draft Guys.